You know, I, I need to like look back at the videos just to see like where the stream actually starts. Probably about right about now. Soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm watching it right now to see when it starts. It hasn't started yet. Oh, really? Oh, so you, from the control, you're you at the Soon, control yeah, center. Right now. Okay, oh, here we go. Oh, I'm watching it right now to see when it starts. Oh, yeah. Hey. You know what? Oh, it really? did. Right oh, when so I said, right when control, I pointed. You're, you're at the control yeah, center. That, right that's now. when that's okay, when it started. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. Well, welcome to Robot and the Bear, uh, episode 56. Yeah, with um, special guest, Death P. Sun. Woo! Death P. Sun! <laughs> you know, I, I, I always feel inclined to refer to your entire name. Like, I just can't call you just Death. I have to say, oh, it's Death P. Sun. You know, like, oh, are you familiar with Death P. Sun's work? That's, um, like, you know, that, I don't know. It's, just, it's the entire name. I, I feel like I, I just can't, like, refer to you as as death i have to it's, it's death be son or nothing at all yeah it happens um <laughs> it's a thing it's a thing i i i i know like um maybe it has something to do with like the single syllable uh names like I'll, i have friends who also like will refer to me as luke chu mm -hmm. um not just luke so Oh yeah! But congratulations! You have a show that just opened up at good old GR2. I'm hope I'm pointing in the right way. Um, no. no. Yeah, to me, at least to me, that yeah, works. At Giant Robot yeah. Two. Oh, cool. I got, I got I got a chance to see it over the weekend. No. So, so it's always it's always good to see you know new work. What have you been doing, man? <laughs> we're gonna do we're gonna do all the talking if we don't ask you any questions so what have you uh, been up to uh, um i mean i don't really do much um uh i hang out at home and i make paintings and then i goof off <laughs> so wait, how many paintings do you do actually you're not always making paintings but when you're in painting mode how many paintings do you actually do at a time like is there multiples or um i mean Things are a little bit different right now considering like all the stuff is canceled and stuff like that. So um, lately, I've been making um, smaller, smaller pieces of work and stuff like that. Because the, the original idea was to um, I was making like really tiny pieces like this small, or, um, and then grouping them in small pieces, and then I made. Um, a bunch of like curio shelves and stuff like that. I repainted them and they're supposed to be displayed and put in an art show, but everything got canceled. So no one can see them in person. And I was also going to go take them to like, um, like zine or craft fairs or things that I tabled at over the years and stuff like that. Um, easy, I would just, and then sell them in person because it'd just be nice to sell paintings in person to people in a different kind of space and stuff like that. But all that got canceled because of the pandemic and stuff. So I just been selling those online. Yeah, they're like I don't know if you've seen them, Luke, but uh, sometimes on is it Instagram, Death will post uh, an image that has all of the pieces, you know, like and they're all small, like two inch by two inch, maybe uh, mm -hmm. about that size. All different size uh, shapes and different subjects, and they're really beautiful. And uh, I, I know you've been I don't know you've done it maybe half a dozen times, perhaps or more, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think I made. 400 pieces oh my god jeez okay. so before that and that was like um 
but they're like such tiny small pieces that you can just like you literally can just do 40 in a week and uh -huh. they'll just be like on the slide like all right like this like this one yeah uh yeah like those kind of pieces and stuff like that yeah, yeah and people I, I guess you sell them individually and people have to suggest yeah anyway it's like that yeah they yeah. seem to be popular and stuff like that i was just hoping to do that in person because it'd just be i like doing things in person but um the internet is the internet and it works yeah. out anyways but um this is how it is so tell us about your area you're you're in fort bragg uh used to be in oakland but uh or bay area i guess it's still the bay area technically right uh but uh this fort you're, bragg yeah no fort bragg is not, not the bay area Okay. It's, in, it's not part of the eight counties that touch the bay. So it's just north of Sonoma County. It's the county itself is like 80,000 people live in, in Mendocino County. Mm -hmm. And the city that I live in is the biggest county, is the biggest city on the county outside of Ukiah on the coast. It's like 7,000 people live here. And, oh, when, when uh, did you move? 2014 is when I moved here. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, it's small, it's rural, it's nice, but it's on the coast. It's, um, yeah, it's a good place to live, I guess. Um, what made you like decide to want to leave, like uh, Oakland, let's say? Oh, the, the well, the rent was kind of expensive, and everything was just getting a little bit harder and stuff like that, and like, um it wasn't by choice it was mostly just because like everywhere i like everything was just becoming like an airbnb kind of place and stuff like that and it just the city got so mm. so the amount i spend in rent here to live by myself in a one-bedroom apartment with a garage in a backyard is the same as if i had like three roommates and i was living with them and stuff like that so oh wow so yeah like my total all my bills combined is like $1,200 just to like live by myself and stuff like that. And for the other things that I lose out on, um, like just having an open space, just like my garage, I screen print in my garage and I paint and pretty much just, I don't know. It's just easy living. It's easier than what I was. And I don't have roommates and stuff like that. So that's basically it. It was just mostly just a place just make it easier and stuff like that and it was just i don't know like i didn't really intend to move to fort bragg i just happened to visit and i was visiting a friend and then i was going to try to move down somewhere else and a place came up and it was so easy and then um it got easier because you can pretty much like be creative and like be independent or like in a place like this i don't know is there, yeah, I mean, is there an artist community out there or an arts community that you, I don't know, you can even socialize with or? Um, yeah, I mean, there is, there's, there's a bunch. There's like some, there's like a textiles school and a, a very fancy wood college. And so like when things were still okay, like I would, I'd make friends that way. Just cause like, oh, there's an artist that lives over here. Or there's a, there's the art center in Mendocino. And um, they usually have um, residential artists that come and stay and stuff like that. And then sometimes they go like, oh, there's this person who does art and he lives in, he's from Oakland. And then they're like, oh, I know that guy. And then, uh, yeah, I meet people that way. Um, 
And those volunteering, I don't know. Yeah, anyways, there's lots of really nice things to do around here. It just, how many events do you usually do like annually? I mean, was, you know, even I think a lot, I think a lot of people out there would even like think like, like you know, like $1,200 a month is like, you know, you, you're not going to be able to do that with like just a, a small handful of events. You're going to probably have a bunch scattered out across um, the year or maybe not. Um, no, you don't really, I don't know, like, um, a lot of the zine fairs, like, um, or like craft fairs or whatever the events that I would fly out for, mm -hmm. you, I just basically make enough money just for travel and stuff like that. Um, okay. So you're right. Um, you know, I don't, honestly don't really think about all that stuff so much. Somehow I'm able to like pay my rent and stuff like that. Also just selling paintings on my own or just selling products for my store is pretty, it's pretty okay, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, like, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, do, I do pretty all right. I mean, the thing is about living, like when you get over the whole, like, when you like drop the cost of living and stuff like that, where you're not like um, running around trying to pay your rent and stuff like that, you, you end up like amassing all this, like slowly gathering savings that you can like funnel all that money into like projects and stuff like that. Sure, sure, sure. And so like, yeah, so it's, it just ends up being like way easier. Like, mm. like just, uh, I mean, just doing prints or just selling stuff on my own in my own store like it just that has end up like um because i'm able to do all the things that i'm doing here and stuff like that i was able to um you know figure out ways to like sell other products through the store and stuff like that so that has like let me say no to a lot of things and stuff like that or like stop mm. doing a lot of things because it's just like and then like yeah i just it's weird um <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't know how I do it, but it just somehow like it all like works out that way. Have you but, felt that because of the pandemic, like more people are turning to online stores as opposed to anticipating on say, seeing you at events? Um, I don't know. Um, Cause I don't know any of this. I don't have any of the analytics in front of me. I don't have any markers and stuff like that. I just do know my store did just get like a giant bump like that first two months and stuff like that. So it's kind of- Hey, what? What? What, what? what did you say? It it dipped? It it bumped, it's like- bumped. Oh, it bumped. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, um, just because, but I was also selling the shit out of those small paintings. So I was just like, oh. Yeah. But also but like, I don't know it would, it would have been different if I did it in person. Cause like, honestly, I made those shelves and all this display just to like bring a small art show to like people who don't, Go to art shows and stuff like that, and like it just—I don't know. Like it's just one of those weird things where just like, all right, cool. Like, um, I, it works out. It just whatever I like. I don't know any. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I just know like things are things are pretty alright. That's cool. Mm -hmm. um, so, is your life a lot different aside not going to Zine Fest? Is this kind of like what you're normally doing anyway? Like, is it close to it? Um. For the most part, um, I mean, the pandemic has like hit in so many different ways. Like I, 
like there's a farmer's market, but it's a little weird. Um, this is a tourist town, so I can't like hang oh. out downtown, like, cause um, downtown is full of tourists and stuff like that, but it's during the weekends and stuff like that. And I live like a block away. So, um, and you don't, usually I go to other people's houses and do other things and stuff like that. So it's mostly me like um, riding my bike on the coast trail at night or, like, um, you know, going, looking for trails or walking the train tracks or doing stuff. So it's, yeah, kind of the same thing. It's just what it is. Um, but just like with a mask on and without people around, which is like, there's not very many people around anyways during non-pandemic times and stuff like that. It's because only 7,000 people, but um, it is a destination for like um, people from like Chico or like, Sacramento and stuff like that. So they're different. They're not like barrier people, which is really, which I don't know what barrier people are like because I haven't been living there like six years or whatever. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, so can you, um you do so you used to do I'm gonna guess almost like a half a dozen book or zine fests a year. It seemed like about that many. Maybe it's a little less, four. But uh, what did you like? Uh, what? Why'd you like I was going to, yeah, I was going to ask, what, what did you like most about that? Because I know you as a kind of a quiet guy and Zinefest, you're kind of like needing to interact a lot, I suppose. Uh, yeah. I mean, the thing about, I really like about Zine Fairs is like, um, like when you go to art shows, you just have to like be the center of attention. You have to interact and then you have to like kind of just be on it and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I don't particularly, um, I don't like doing that anymore or like <laughs> I mean I can turn it on some because it's just kind of like oh those people took the time and drove all the way out here to say hello and be like um but like as the Fairs, it's like a little bit more um it's, it's it's a little bit easier and on top of that like I do really like art spaces and I really like collecting zines and talking to people who make art zines and stuff like that and um it all just feels more organic i meet a lot of people who like who like my work and stuff like that and want to tell me and talk to me and it's way easier than in that environment than for me than any other kind of environment and then selling things directly to people or like meeting new people who find my work and stuff like that um i just kind of like that kind of crowd and stuff like that so that's the reason why I would, would like to have made these small paintings for that kind of space and stuff like that. Because those kind of crowds, they just all intersect into the same kind of like, those are the kind of people that I want to like see my work and stuff like that. And then, I mean, I don't, it's, those the small paintings, they don't sell for that much. They're like 15 to 25 or 30 bucks or whatever. The most expensive is like. Wait. And they sell out really fast, um, except for like maybe some inanimate objects seem to, you know, obviously like a, little block of a pencil maybe that won't sell first but mm -hmm. i've 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 looked very quickly and they're gone in an instant like just yeah they're really pretty awesome. yeah they i mean they don't they don't go as fast but they still sell by the next day um yeah like it could be an image of a pencil or a an inanimate object ones yeah a little slower but still they go you're right yeah i mean yeah. i like to think this those like small like nice little tokens or whatever like, I think a friend told me that they really like the cigarette one because they're trying to get over smoking and stuff like that. Uh, and so it has a, almost a different meaning in a way, right? It's like 
your friend, the guy's trying to get over smoking, but so he got a cigarette one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I that's that's cool. That's how sometimes things mean different things to different folks and stuff like that. And like, yeah, even even like all those pieces of the woods, I I got them all from like um from like wood bins, like spare wood bins from the wood college or my friends like workshops and stuff like that. And then I get uh like get a chop saw and just make them smaller and stuff like that. So. It's cool. Although, like, super fancy, like, crazy fucking wood and stuff like that. Um, but they are? Yeah, they're, like, because yeah. they're from the fancy wood college and stuff uh, up the block from me. Like, someone gave me, like, eucalyptus and stuff like that, which is, like, really hard wood to lumber and stuff like that. But anyways. Um, I should give you, I have a lot of scrap, really heavy, high, I don't know if you want it, but I have a bunch. So, anyways. We'll talk about that later. Um, so what do you what are you doing with the San Francisco Zine Fest? I think that's you. You're doing something with them, and that's coming up in what about a month, right? Yeah, they're yeah. I mean, you know, because you're in the talk. Um, I don't know much more than that though. Oh, it's uh, September 18th is my talk, and so like throughout the month of September, um, the SF Zine Fest is organizing an online zine fair, and I'm supposed to. Um, host two zoom events and stuff like that so one of them is about me which is going to be totally awesome and <laughs> the one before that is the one i host is like they wanted us to have three speakers to like talk about um like have three speakers and stuff like that and have them present their work and stuff like that and so i chose you um helen joe um who's you know your work everyone knows helen joe's work She's really rad. And then the one of the first people that I met through zines is this artist from New Zealand, and her name is Carrie Ann Lee. And she's um, like, those are like, those are the first names that came up and stuff like that. Wow. Thank you. Um, are you also doing the flyer for the whole zine fest too? I think they're doing three flyers. Oh, okay. So they have three guest artists, and so for each week, I think in a three-week period, they have like three guest artists so it was like Alex Combs and Tana Tucker um uh, who do um they do comics and stuff like that and like and they've shown with the SFC fair I don't know their work so well um considering I'm not so um like Helen I know her work because I went like I went, to, I did table that ate an SF zine fair when I was younger, like 15 years ago. And so um, there's definitely like um, a younger crowd that I'm just kind of like, oh, cool. Like this is new oh, stuff. Oh yeah, I didn't really think about it. You, you're one of the old guys at the zine fest now. Yeah, I mean, deceptively <laughs> I look like I'm not, but I'm pretty like, I've been doing this since I was 23 and it's 41 now, so. Um, so yeah, I think I might be even older than the people who are organized because the zine fair, like the organizers, the stuff has been passed along and stuff like that. So, and I've known all the folks that have run the zine fair before. So, you know, like Francois from SGRSF or like, yeah, um, yeah, like I don't know, it's pretty fucking funny. Um, or like sometimes I'm tabling another conch fair and like, oh, I used to run the SF zine fair, and you meet people and stuff like that, and you're like, oh, funny, and like, because a lot of times you don't like you never i never really get to meet anyone so it's really weird to do the zoom meetings with them because 
everything that I ever get is just like the rejection letter or the acceptance letter or um, like it's all online. And then when you do the zine fair, you don't actually really meet anyone or like know their names and stuff like that. So it's nice knowing um, or meeting them in person, but I don't know anything about any of them. <laughs> so, so you've been publishing zines for approximately 20 years now? Um, yeah, I mean, there's always like been zines in my life in one way or another because mm. um, like in high school I made zines and stuff like this like a lot of folks did in the 90s I guess not a lot of folks did it. Mm -hmm. a lot of like people I mean people did it in the 90s and stuff like that um, they weren't really great I mean I was made by dealer <laughs> and stuff like that um, sure. but yeah my, like my junior and senior year I made like this weird zine of just it was like what you expect a zine to be. It just made it was like pretty much like a newspaper and shit like that, and just wrote dumb shit and stuff like that with my friends. And then when I went to college, I you know, made the technology has changed a lot between like you know now and then. Um, um, yeah, it's kind of weird. It's kind of like a weird um, meeting people who like lived in the digital age and they're like trying to figure out what a zine is or like why zines are important and stuff like that and um how zines have changed over uh or like what the, the, what the what, yeah what their meaning is for those type of people and stuff like that i don't know because i'm not them um but and i only have my experiences and stuff like that so it's kind of like a weird weird stuff but so um i when i do a zine fest i'm the oldest guy there so <laughs> I still do zine fest too. I love zines, but uh, it's just funny because I it, it came to mind only the reason why it came to mind uh, age thing is because yeah when I do a zine fest I'm often I feel like I'm the oldest person there and I'm like oh man and then the zine fest people that are younger much younger now they will send the person who walks in who doesn't know anything about zines right some older guy like seventy year old man will be walking around like lost and. Somehow they point him to me, and I have to explain what a zine is to the seventy-year-old man. I'm like, oh, man. you know, like I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy that has to do that. But I, it seems like at Long Beach Zine Fest, there's people always coming up to me saying, "Yeah, they sent me to you to ask you what what's a zine." And I'm oh, like, oh, anyway, it's going to be you one day. I hope. I think it's <laughs> because they're, they, I think they trust in your ability to articulate. You know, I, I don't you know. know, but I, I think it's also that I'm the other old guy. They're like, okay, seventy-year-old man. Here's a like an older guy. Anyway, yeah, it's a it's a really odd thing. But zines are awesome now. Like, I don't know. What do you think about zines today compared to what you like remember in the let's say late '90s or early 2000s? Uh, I mean, I mean they're different and stuff like that. Um, there's like, you know, like zines are zines. Or everyone you find what you like and stuff like that. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't really know because like there's a lot of stuff like personal writing stuff that I'm not really into and stuff like that. And I like art zines and stuff. Those are the things I'm kind of like drawn towards. But um, I don't know. I don't remember art zines way back then as much. Like, you know, I don't. Yeah, they didn't really exist until I was in college. Um, but I think, you know, honestly, I, I can't really say that because I am, I don't know what happened before then. Like, I, I was like, <laughs> 20 years old and stuff like that. I just remember making zines that was just all art and then like giving them out to other artists and stuff like that. And Maybe I, I was, cause like zines were like punk rock, like those music and all this kind of stuff. 
I actually don't remember many art zines back in like 95, for example. Yeah, I, I mean, a lot of the times when I was getting zines there from record stores and stuff like that. So those yeah, were the same here. I was like, yeah, like there weren't art, they weren't art ones, you know, but. I mean, they might have existed. I don't really know. Yeah. They were in an art college in 1995, you know, so they could have existed. I don't, I don't know. Like, I just know, like, um, my own experience with zines and stuff is just trading art zines or like, because like some of the first jobs that I got was just like handing someone like a zine and then they're like, oh, these drawings are great. Let's just do stuff with this stuff. And then that's how I ended up getting all the jobs that I got outside of college and stuff was just like sending someone a zine or whatever. Um, so that's how it worked for me. Um, but I don't mean, I don't know. It's, it's just weird because there's like this weird thing about zines where it's just kind of like, there's a certain time frame for everything. And then you don't know, as a person, you don't know what was zines were like in the seventies and stuff like that, or like right. any of this stuff. Cause there's no one really documenting like this weird stuff. You just, everything you, I hear is from someone else telling me this shit. And like, there's like, but like who the fuck's this asshole over here telling me this shit you know like i don't know like <laughs> it could just be like bullshitting me like i could be bullshitting people like because my memory is like yeah i remember doing that zine fair like because i do i remember like but like i don't know like all that stuff is it's just me retelling stuff like i could be a bullshitter <laughs> <laughs> nice um can you um, can you uh, talk about that uh, the one image that everyone's that that they don't know you, they might not know you or your work, but they sure like that fuck bat, the fuck you bat <laughs> sticker. Oh can yeah. Talk, can you talk uh, about like where that came from and you know any story about it? Because I'm sure that's come at you in so many weird ways. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a weird image. It's kind of like one of those images where you're like, you draw it and then you're like, fuck. Um, I'm going to make a lot of money on this thing. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, I was, so around the time I was moved to Fort Bragg, um, I put all my stuff in storage and stuff. So I was still like in a temporary space where I didn't know where I was going to move. And I was trying to, I had like a month where I was like homeless and stuff like that. Not like really homeless, but like I was just couch surfing. And so I put all my stuff in storage. So I couldn't make art and make money. So the only way I can make money is drawing on coasters. So I bought a hundred pack of like circular coasters. And so that's the reason why it's on a circle is because I was just drawing shit on like coasters. Every time I was on a train or like on a bus, I would just be drawing and then I would sell it on my store. And that's how I paid my bills that month. Um, so I was house sitting in Oakland and I drew a fuck you bat and I just drew a bat and then I was like, oh, I'll just write some cute words. And, and then I was like, yeah, I was just like, just write fuck you on it. And then that's basically how it happened. And then, um, yeah, it's like the most um, requested shit ever. Like I made stickers of it. And then it just, they all sold so fast. And then I was like, I guess I'll put it on, make a print. And I made a screen print of it and it sold so fast. And I was like, I guess I'll put it on a t-shirt. And it was like, and then, yeah, it's just kind of like one of those things where I was like, oh, it's just like printing money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've got the metal badge of it. Um, I think I got that at, from Eric. 
we have it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's it's an okay thing it's just like oh like there's a certain point where you're an artist and you're like uh like i guess i'll continue making this thing for you guys because people request it and stuff like that and like i appreciate everyone liking and buying my work and stuff like that but it's also just kind of like it's pretty fun um it's just kind of like one of those things where you're like um one shouldn't complain about that kind of stuff um but uh yeah it's it's a funny thing i think the last thing that happened was like um like every so often i get like inundated with uh, like a lot of online sales like super fast and it's like all these people buying the same fucking thing and just like the fucky bat shirts and so I'm like all right cool and then like and then I would find out it's like some YouTuber who has been wearing it and stuff like that. And they're like telling me like so-and-so famous YouTuber is wearing it. So it's like, um, the world is so huge. I don't even know who these people are. And stuff like that. <laughs> um, but you know, they bought them that giant robot or whatever and stuff like that. And so all these people were like, you want that shirt? And then they send, they will like buy from my store and then like um, think that I am an actual store and not a person. and be really weird on the internet and stuff like that and then i don't know i just had some funny interactions with those kind of people and stuff like that so it's kind of funny i think luke you had a similar experience right sort of like that is it the dj oh yeah yeah the 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 dj bear uh image was probably one of my more popular ones too and um i i i've always had mixed feelings about like really popular pieces right like on one hand like i'm i'm you know i'm questioning whether or not this is like my legacy you know or um and, and like should i embrace it uh will i oversaturate um you know uh but uh you know when it happens, it happens. And if it doesn't, it does, you know, and you should, I think, you know, as artists, if you're able to create something that really resonates with an audience, you should, you know, be stoked about it because not very many people, you know, create work that like connects with a, 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 a substantial number of people, you know, so. But yeah, I remember seeing the, de the the fuck you bat and was instantly charmed by it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I I am I'm, I'm also like a foul mouthed pirate, so. Um. Uh, it, it's it's some um, one of those things. Even at the shop, um, I meet a lot. Of, you know, it's weird. Uh, I guess I could tell you one story, and I'm sure you're sick of them, but I get a lot of elementary school teachers or school teachers who buy. I had it on a tote bag from you. And I was selling it on a tote bag and teachers would buy it. And they, I don't know how many times I've heard them say, I'm a teacher, but I'm going to buy this bag. And, you know, they're always questioning, can I take this to school? But they always introduce themselves as a teacher and wanting to buy the tote bag for books, let's say. And it's the fuck you bat. No, I don't know why. Oh, yeah. Is that teachers? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I get a lot of, um, I get a lot of teachers who, like, want to reprimand me at, like, zine fairs about, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh they love it yeah i mean if you want to like draw a, like a target on on yourself with people just draw things with like cussing words on them um i don't know it's just yeah it's weird people have weird things about that kind of stuff 
Oh, do you really hate Southern Cal? <laughs> or L.A.? <laughs> Maybe specifically Los Angeles? I mean, it's uh, you lived here for a while, but, yeah, I wasn't sure what you felt about it because that, that used to be a, like this ongoing – it would show up in your drawings and stuff like that. I mean, it's just like a difficult city to get around for someone like me, a person who doesn't drive, um, who has to rely on his friends and stuff like that. I like visiting my friends because, uh, you know, I take the train down and then I can walk to their house because they live like near Echo Park. And so it's only like a two mile walk. And then when I do dick around LA, I am constantly walking or taking the bus or transit. So if LA was more of a transit town, I could but I liked it when I lived there for a year. It just like my partner at the time wanted to move back. And so that was it. So, um, yeah, I think we, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of fuck Los Angeles stuff in your work. Some, well, not, maybe a while ago. I, I don't know about it now, but there used to be. No, there wasn't really. No, <laughs> I've seen some, <laughs> I mean, I had like some, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. I did. I don't think I have anything against LA. I mean, really? Yeah, it was one of the cities that I was thinking about moving to. Really? Awesome. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was pretty easy to get around and stuff like that. Um, if you stay on the east side, I guess. Um, yeah. And then all my closest friends had moved down there. So, because oh. um, the Bay Area was changing a lot and stuff like that. Um, and so it just seemed like the smarter thing to do would to move. And down to LA because I was still thinking that I wanted to continue um, down the path that I was I set for myself um, but um, yeah uh, yeah it was either LA or is New York so those are the two oh. options like the only because those are the places that I had friends at that I knew I had all my professional friends and stuff like that so and then, uh, then I ended up in Fort Bragg. So, <laughs> <laughs> was this a different path than the one that you're taking now that you're talking? You referred to when you're talking when you mentioned like um, a path that would take you to either New York or to Los Angeles. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know where where my life would have. Like, usually, I just play everything by ear. Like, you get. You do zine fairs and stuff like that, or you do comic fairs and stuff like that. You get like job offers and stuff, and so things had come up, and then um, or like maybe doing art shows and stuff like that, and try getting more serious and stuff like that, or I don't know, or I don't know what I was thinking, um, or just <laughs> continuing the life that I already had, which was like hanging out with other artists and being that kind of person and stuff like that, um, which I don't know if I really was into that kind of stuff. Um, just because my personality is not like um, like that. But I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> so can, can you talk about uh, the I I guess I I would say iconography in your work. I mean, it's uh, there's you know, I, it's a question I've probably asked you in interviews before, but yeah, uh, you know, it's here it is in 2020. I still see cats, so it's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. But why cats? I mean, they're just a thing to draw. 
I'm I'm always kind of like I think the the pieces that like from this current show that I was intrigued by um, were like the numbers uh, the numbered pieces like you know I think there were num I think there were was there six of them yeah one yeah. through six one through six yeah. yes no maybe maybe well the the concept of that was like um, I've been working on dice and stuff like that like paper dice they're like you ask it a question it's like a magic die and so oh, the original like a magic magic eight ball i guess or something yeah i don't know if you guys follow my instagram feed or whatever but i look like, at it not every time but oh, so that's cool if cool see it and stuff like that they would have been able to see the actual where the paintings come from oh that's so cool that is very cool yeah. Is that is that an original like on wood wood piece? I guess. Yeah, there. This is a painting and stuff like that. Oh wow! And so I, also I wasn't paper ones and stuff like that. Um, I don't have. Uh, I, w I wasn't sure if you had a print thing that you could print it out and fold it and make your own type of thing. Yeah, I, I have thought... one of those. I mean, I have oh, okay. a PDF file oh. on my website that people can download if they want. Oh okay. So mm. This is the what should I call it, the prototype? Yeah. This is like you can you can just glue it and then just toss it and then just. Tells like you all that. the words that you need. You just ask it a question, and it'll tell you the answers and stuff like that. So originally, I was going to do a whole bunch of um, have this thing displayed with like eight other panels and stuff like that, and have this on a shelf. Oh, that's, that's so cool! Mm. Oh, I love um, that. But all that stuff is like um, tactile, person person stuff like that. But with, with the show, it's like no one can go to. It's like, oh. People can come. Luke saw it, and uh, mm -hmm. I allow appointments. So people have some people have seen it. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. I want people to see it, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. So I was just like, all right, cool. I guess we'll put that on. The, put that on. The, I'll table that for another day, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I see your character, you, you um, incorporate a lot of interesting fantasy elements like swords and capes, uh, caves and ghosts. Uh, skeletons and stuff like that in your work as well. Do do all those like elements have metaphoric elements, or do you, is, it's like I like you know, I love fan or is it nice to I love fantasy kind of thing and um you it's uh, cool it's just fun to draw. Yeah, I mean, like I don't know, man. Like it's stuff that you draw. Um, that's just. <laughs> There's a certain point where you just go down the rabbit hole and like you don't. I don't sit around trying to think about why the things I draw, the things I do. I just do the things I do, and then just like leave it at that. Um, because um, I don't know. I'm just not that kind of artist. I just mm. I'm that kind of person. I just make the things that I make, and I like making the things that I make. And I don't try to figure out why I make those things because like. In the end, like I don't know, is it really, does it really matter? Like, like any of the stuff. I mean, I can just be like, oh, I like I like these things because I like these things. But it's like I am a reflection of like pop culture. I'm a reflection of all the things that I have my in my experiences. But I don't know why. I mean, I don't know why. Like I gravitate towards those things, and like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I like. I mean, okay. it's like kind of like a bad. I'm sorry that I can't express the reasons why I do the things that I do. I just, those are like, 
aren't one of those things that I try to confront and stuff like that. So, But I, you kind of just explained everything just by explaining what you just did. I mean, what you just said was, that's explanation too. So it works Absolutely. for me. Absolutely. Yeah. I, that's, I, a, that's enough. You know, it's I, enough for me um, and yourself. So what the heck? It's fine. <laughs> I think that's great. I, 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 for myself, I, I wish that I had allowed myself that kind of freedom. You know, I, for me, I think everything has to be a metaphor or has to have like some, you know, underlying, you know, you know, cultural, you know, connection. And um, I think that, you know, as a result, it, it cock blocks me from, you know, just having fun, you know, um, with my work. And just, you know, like you're saying, like going down the rabbit hole, I think that is, um, you know, yeah, I, I would, uh, you know, like, I don't know. It's just, it's just one of those things that like, it's, it's always nice to hear, but hear it from other artists, especially ones whose work you know, I enjoy and I respect, such as yours, Death. And, um, uh, you know, it kind of, it kind of forces me to reevaluate um, my decision-making. So anyways, but. And you used to draw like a, a humanoid character, maybe a boy or something. And I don't see those anymore, for example. That was, I mean, do you know why you don't do things <laughs> instead of mm-hmm. why you do things? Um, I don't know. I think someone, I do, I stopped doing a lot of things because people ask me to do things. And I don't <laughs> And so sometimes when people request things, I just stop doing them. Because there's a certain point where you're like, why do I do the things I do? And I don't want, I mean, I think a lot of people are in that same boat where they don't, they, I think you spend a lot of your time doing things for other people and stuff like that to a certain point where like, do you want your art to be like facing someone else? Like, or do you want it to still be like, not like just real, like, and like, I don't want to ever catch myself thinking that I'm doing anything for anyone else. even though you do art for everyone, any like to, in some sense, you do do a little bit of that stuff for other folks and stuff like that. But like for the most part, it should just come from like a good place and stuff like that. So I don't ever want to ever have it be corrupted by anyone else's input and stuff like that. So even if it's like good intentions or even people telling you that they like something, um, it's just like not. It's, it's not like, con- yeah, it's just not chill. Uh. <laughs> awesome. Um, I, I, can I read a question that came through uh, our stream? Sure. Yeah, it's from David Horvath, Ugly Dolls. And uh, he, he asks, uh, he goes business here. So he asks, uh, have you thought of selling your work in Japan? Uh, you know, using an agent, a rep, a licensing agency, brand manager, like Sony Creative, for example, and uh, yeah, I was wondering if that was ever. He suggests that uh, it would do really well. So, oh, I was yeah. wondering. Uh, no, I don't ever think of that stuff. Um, uh, yeah, it just never comes to mind and stuff like that. So, I mean, I don't even know. I mean, I don't know how well I do in Japan, or I don't know where I would do anywhere and stuff like that. So. Um, but like, I mean, for the most part, like I'm happy for what I am right now in life, which is like a person 
who gets to live by himself and pay his rent and um, make his own art at his own terms and stuff like that. And so um, I don't know what else I want in life, um, like with money. So, you know, like I, I was pretty happy when I bought like a Bluetooth speakers and stuff like that. I was like, oh, it's pretty sweet. And then what else am I going to do? I don't drive. I, I like to travel, but like there's only so much money I need to travel. So, I mean, that's just, sorry, that's just like a really weird tangent. No, I have not thought of going to Japan and making money there or some way, way. I don't know. But yeah. But the, the tangent kind of explains uh, a lot too. So it's okay. Yeah. 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 That, that, that explains a lot. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get a lot of kind of uh, managerial kind of solicitations? Like, um, yeah, people tell me all the stuff that I should be making money off of or what I should do or how well I'll do somewhere and stuff like that, which is all good. It's all pretty nice and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just like, I don't know where to take any of that stuff. It's like, oh, like I'll get people emailing me and go like, you should put your work on planes, on playing cards. And I was like, sweet. And then, <laughs> what do you do with that friend? <laughs> like, uh, uh, which is all, all chill. I'm sure every artist has that same experience and stuff like that. Um, so it's just, it's just like one of those things where you're just like, all right, cool. Like I like work on the projects that I can work on and I like table the stuff that I can't. Um, and then, um, yeah, it's, I think, and there's one toy figure you made, which was like, or, uh, something, right? Like a toy figure. Yeah. I mean, but, it wasn't through my, um, my initiate, I, I didn't initiate that, that project uh -huh. it was through this, this gallery store company called Faux and like. Uh, at the time, they're from Northampton, Massachusetts, whatever. And then they're like, the guy was really nice, and he wanted to figure it all out and stuff like that. And um, and I was like, yeah, sure, just figure it all out. And then, <laughs> I don't, didn't even like, know that you had. Um, there was one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh. I mean, it's such a small stop in like in Western Massachusetts, which is like pretty rural and stuff like that. So I don't think they would do any of the stuff that's in like Southern California, like um, designer but, or whatever. Uh -huh. But that, I th yeah, that was years ago. I just remember there was, a, there was a figure and I was like, oh, that was interesting. I don't think there's ever been another one. That was the only one perhaps. Um, they did three different versions of it and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, different colors. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's right just there. not one of those things that are- uh, Is that it? Is that it? That's not it. But that's it? Oh yeah, that's that, no, that's not it. That's that's that not it, yeah. It, but someone else uh, customized it. A guy named Wolf Pitts. Oh okay. Wolf yeah, it's a little. I guess it was. I guess that's it. That's an angle. That's an angle of that that I've never. You know that angle is a weird angle. Oh yeah. That's just front on. There's like a three quarter angle that kind of explains it a little better to me. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if my yeah. work or that character translates well into three D because it just it's a weird looking dude and so that that. And then the person like. Um, the cats, the character that I draw, like it changes over time. So it was also the transition to like the way I draw the nose is way different. Um, so it's definitely like a 2008 kind of nose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I noticed that too. I don't know if like some people might even say, oh, your work hasn't changed that much. But yeah, I noticed all these changes over time that that cat looks nothing like the original cat. <laughs> 
Yeah, your, I mean, I your so. original cat, it looks like a bat or, you know, it's like got the straight head with the ear, you know, it's yeah. got a straight head. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was like, I mean, 16 years ago. Really long. Yeah, right. sure. Um, but yeah, a while ago. So what kind of, I mean, so right now you're making, you're making a lot of these small pieces. That's probably going to stop at some point. You're going to move on to something else. Has anything else been interesting to you lately? I mean, like no nothing right now because it's just like a there's a pandemic um you have more time to think about stuff i guess right just at home so yeah i mean right now it's like just kind of like um there is a big break it just feels like sometimes during that break you're just doing all this stuff um i got an ipad and stuff like that so i've just been drawing digitally and it's pretty fun to figure that fun out so um just mostly working on illustration stuff or just drawing, like learning how to like figure out how to draw digitally is like one of those things that I'm like pretty into right now. Um, um, so that, I mean, it's not a project, but it's just the thing that it's just a practice. So I'm like always drawing. I just don't know what it is that I'm gonna do next or what I'm supposed to be doing next. But since I had your show, I had to do that show and then Obviously, I still have to make work to pay my bills and stuff like that. So I do sell the paintings and stuff like that. And maybe there's other projects that I should be working on. Um, but like right now, you know, <laughs> I, I've just been mostly just chilling, watching TV, and um, drawing on an iPad. And I think I'm okay until like the fall or whatever, until I have to like probably start up like real work again. I don't know. I don't know if this role. Wait, what's what's real work? Uh, real work is just hustling, um, just putting stuff online, uh, and stuff like that. Um, it's just, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just like when you have to like go like, oh, I have to document like document artwork and post it online, and then make an inventory, and then ship stuff out, and like. I have to buy all these shipping supplies and I have to like figure out a couple of days to fill out orders. Um, Cause when you start selling the artwork, it's like a lot of that shit is like trying to stay on top of all the stuff. Like, I mean, this is such boring shit. It's like real work. It's like, oh, I have to make sure like, like if someone buys paintings and they have two transactions, I'm not going to take both the shipping. I would have to like, so I have to make a list of people who have to refund for over shipping and stuff like that. And like, um, trying to get everything out okay and stuff like that. And like, um, I'm really lucky that I'm selling stuff as an artist because I'm a terrible like store manager and stuff like that. So I ship things like two weeks after I think someone, someone buys stuff sometimes. <laughs> so yeah, you know, like it's like real fucking work. I hate it. Um, uh, but I do it because people like the stuff and I also have paid bills and stuff like that. And this is just life. You're like one way or another, you know, like you have to do things that you don't want to do and that's real work. So it's not making paintings. It's not like goofing off and whatever. Most of, most of the work that I make is like, when I'm making art and stuff like that isn't for anyone else, it's just for myself. But then eventually all that stuff is sellable. So eventually somewhere down the line, someone wants something or someone can participate in helping me eat a sandwich or something like that. I don't know. So I, I kind of don't look at every, I mean, I'm not comparing 
paintings, I guess I wouldn't say I'm comparing other like paintings that you've done in the past versus present, but sometimes I'm noticing that you're using a similar theme. How close are those? Because I've not put them side by side and looked, but I'm like, oh, it's another cat in foliage or something, right? It's like, I'm, I'm bringing it down in the most simplest way, but I'm wondering like, yeah, how similar are they or how different are they? Um... Cause I'm, or am I wrong? Am I, cause I'm thinking, I think sometimes you make a painting. I'm like, I think I've seen this before, but. Well, the thing is, is like a lot of the times, but painting is like, you only have so much imagery and stuff like that. And so there are also always things to be refined and stuff like that. So like, um, like a lot of the stuff that I really like about digital work is like, you can just create another layer and just redraw that image until you refine it better and better. Well, with painting, you just need to know the fucking painting. Like, so if I draw a cat like hanging out on, like a fucking skull, like dicking around and stuff like that, like, um, there are things that could be fixed, or maybe my color palette has changed and stuff like that, or maybe an angle was wrong or something. Like that. And I look at this stuff all the fucking time, and you're like, oh shit, I fucked up there. Or if I were to do something, I would do it this way. And it's just like, so sometimes I, I remake images and stuff like that. And I think, yeah, I don't know. It's just what it is. Um, but you're, it's not like you're tracing an old one. Like some, I think I heard somebody say that, but I was like, I don't think you do that. Um, yeah, uh, everything gets mostly re refined. Um, like if I were to trace the old one, then that would be really just like, you know, like, hire someone to do that for me I don't know um but it's everything gets just like sometimes you want things to be presented differently I don't know it's like it's what it is um, so they're not the they're I guess I've heard someone say oh they're the same the same and that's not true by a long shot then I mean they're the same whatever I mean even if they work or if they were um yeah I don't know I don't really care. I mean, it's like one of those things where you're just like, well, uh, I have to present my work. Um, if you give me a, a, a gallery show and stuff like that, and I want you to see the story, like, and have it figured out and have it be cohesive and make the work um, work, make the paintings work with each other in that space and stuff like that. like. Yeah, I would give you the best images that I have because I sold the other painting for like five hundred fucking dollars, which is a pretty, not that like, it's a pretty easily attainable painting. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't just re. I don't know. It's just it's just because like ah, this is what it is, man. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just kind of like um, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> That's all good. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I said I don't I'm not I don't go and compare them or even think about that. But I'm like yeah I I could see it's a cat with foliage. Let's say and I think I've seen you do it before and maybe smaller and all that stuff. But I'm not comparing them. Oh yeah, you know, I mean I, then, yeah. Um, when you're actually dealing with the actual painting and stuff like that, like sometimes like I'll make an installation of like five by five paintings that have like three hundred of them. Like obviously how many fucking images can you, a person make? So like that, so there's, those limitations are just like, uh, these are all coming from my sketchbook. For all, this image is a good image. Why should I play by some random person's rule who I never meet? Like, this is like, 
and on top of that, in the end, what does it really matter? Like if I made the same fucking paintings over and over again and stuff like that. Um, because like, Uh, it's art, you can do whatever you want. Uh, there's no rules or anything. Um, I don't know. I like that. Okay, so that by that, Luke, make that bear, DJ bear painting, please. Like, I want a whole, sh just, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> So well, if I if I if I I'm run kidding. out of I'm joking, man. If I run out of time and I am running out of time, I'll 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 redraw it just for you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think that there's there's actually something interesting about like revisiting older work, uh, older ideas, older themes. Um, you know, um, I've uh, done. Uh, I, I had a show a couple of years ago where it was basically the same painting freaking 20 some times but it was you know it had little differences in each one of them and I've had I have um I had an idea that I wanted to explore one day this is back when like my shit was hype but like um what <laughs> <laughs> but my that I wanted to do an entire series called like 100 where it was basically the same painting 100 times but with different numbers um like on the foreheads of each of the um, pieces and like the pricing would reflect would would vary according to the number because you know we uh, this society um asserts value onto certain numbers like 69 or 23 or you know fucking one through 10 or the number 100 like those are important numbers you know in our modern society and so they should have higher value even though it's the same fucking painting over and over and over again but i don't feel comfortable doing that right now just be <laughs> <laughs> because you know things are kind of fucked so you know maybe you know the next time hype you know the hype comes rolling and rolling through again i'll i'll, I'll pull that idea out but I don't know whether that that's ever going to happen again. So, anyways, sorry for making it about me. <laughs> this is about you. <laughs> yeah. So, what do what do you do? You have any uh, things like lined up um, besides from you know like online store stuff? Do you have any other like? Uh, are you sending any work out to? other places around the country or the world um no not not that i know of um i mean there's the like sfz fest is what i'm working on and then i think i'm drawing on some panel for some guy and an artist in like birmingham mm. in the uk or whatever or like some charity about that. Um, i don't know um yeah uh yeah i mean i don't really plan on anything because everything got canceled and like i wasn't really trying i'm trying to s not to leave mendocino county and um i don't know yeah no plans nice i was just gonna make work and stuff like that and then continue being here so you you do take the pandemic serious then, which is cool. I mean, I guess that's 
cool is the wrong word, but good. I guess. Yeah, he was responsible. That's basically it. Um, yeah, my neighbors are like, like my neighbor works at the senior center, and my other neighbors are like kind of elderly, and we share the same fucking backyard. And um, my local hospital only has like four ICU beds and stuff like that. And um, it's not that hard to like stay indoors and stuff like that. Um, so Mendocino is Mendocino is a. Uh... I guess it's a pretty liberal place. I'm gonna guess, but I have no idea. Um, liberal-ish, I guess. I mean, I came from Berkeley, um, so coming from there to Mendocino, you're like, oh, people still believe in God. That's pretty fucking weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, like it's yeah, it's pretty. It, there's, I did, it's not like I've never seen a Trump person or a person with a MAGA hat or whatever here, but. Um, I, I did see him twice and it was mostly it's a weird so it's yeah but also we're getting a lot of tourists that come from like other places that are pretty anti-mask and stuff like that so um mm. it's pretty it's I, mean, I don't know if you know anything about mendocino county it's just mostly known for um like wine i don't i don't know wine is all i can think of wine um it's known mostly because it's like it's part of the it's a tip of the emerald triangle and stuff like that so it's mostly known for marijuana it has really good um mushrooms and stuff like that um like edible and edible um yeah and you can see fucking whales like like, in the season and stuff like that oh and glass beach the glass beach thing yeah, they do have Glass yeah. Beach. It's been picked because they made a trail that goes right there, and then everyone just picks it and stuff like that. So, uh, which is whatever it is, it's just trash, anyways. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's an okay place and stuff like that. Um, it's pretty rural. They have like a train that goes two miles in inland, but there's a cave in at the end, so it, it just comes back out. And then people pay pay twenty five dollars for that. Um, it's totally worth it. <laughs> well why don't you let people know how they could find you and um like where you're uh, like your online store stuff too oh uh, yeah i mean if you just google death piece son you'll find me that easy <laughs> i think i think it goes to the big cartel if you do that the your big cartel site yeah it just goes yeah, yeah you can go there i mean yeah i don't know like yeah it's what it is and also, do you, you ever use the, I suppose, the quote, in quotes, the our traditional pronunciation of your name? Um, no. Um, I, I don't, I don't meet very many Cambodians and stuff like that. I don't even know if most Cambodians even know how to pronounce the name. And so I haven't heard the proper pronunciation of my name in so long that I don't even know if I can even pronounce it and stuff like that. So, um, oh, is it? But isn't it like D, your your name? No, that's my nickname. Oh, um, I think oh, shit. that's like my what? I think uh, I don't hang out with any other Cambodians and stuff like that. But it's like it's what they call like younger brother or some shit like that. Um. So that was like thought as my nickname and stuff like that because my parents might would use it and then all these other people would hear it and then they're like, oh, I don't want to use death. 
as a fucking name. So let's just use that as a name. Um, so yeah, wow. um, mm. yeah. Mm. There's many reasons why I don't use those names or you because they're just like it's just a lot of work and stuff like that. And I honestly don't really care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So everybody, you can just go to uh, death. Just look on, look under death piece on D E T H P S U N, and uh, you'll you'll be found. You'll you'll find them. All right. Is this over? Yeah, yeah we're we're yeah. good, man. Thank you very much for doing it. the uh, podcast, Death. I really appreciate it. Eric yeah, had I'm, serious doubts that you would do it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised, but awesome. I appreciate it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. No. Thank you. Stay safe, man. Yeah. yeah. Take care. See yeah. you.